what's up y'all <clears throat> that wasn't performative it was a bubble in my throat my name is alicia rushing and you are listening to the planet master show yeah <laughs> yeah root beer oh root beer it should be a round of applause right there like the the iCarly studio audience like yeah uh, how does the studio audience audience sound? how does a studio studio audience sound ah like ew what hold on there it is amen that was live for my studio audience (laughs) anyway so today we are talking about respect and we are talking about self-belief and this conversation was triggered by um a multitude of things a the first research hold on i don't know why spear wants me to put this in here this was i have a surprise to share at the end as well but in the beginning <laughs> when i got the idea to record i bolted king of wands style i mean speed of light my thumbs were going to um this app to record and I paused and then I was like, spirit, like, should I? Like, I'm looking up at the sky. Like, it, it was kind of a cute moment, but it was weird. Um, And they were like, girl, like, you're, you're already doing it. Like, they literally said, you're already doing it. And then I'm like, oh, like, it kind of felt like I was in a little TV show. It was a Barbie moment. It was a blonde moment. Not a dumb moment. A Barbie moment. Because, no, we are not associating Barbie or blondness with dumbness anymore have y'all seen the barbie movie this is not (laughs) this is not child's play (laughs) that was that's real (laughs) that movie back there is very real (laughs) that's the realest thing i've seen all year anyway it's so cute um now what the heck made me bring that up Barbie. Barbie. Self-respect, self-belief. Oh, blonde. Oh, I remember. I remember exactly why I was saying all (laughs) that. Shout out to the dog barking in the back if you can hear it. So the research that I was doing, right? I dove in and I was like... What is the importance of the number? I wanted to know about 222. So then I started deep diving into what numbers mean. And um, I found 222 and it was an amen moment. Like I, I was very excited because I'm like, ooh, like new divination, new occult, like I just love, I don't know what it is about like tarot or just learning about stuff like that. But it's just like, ah, it's, it's, it's beautiful because it's like, ooh, stuff means stuff. And it's, it's like people, I don't want to say it out loud because I know it might sound bad, but I kind of categorize people and read them all day. Like I want to read everything there is to read about the occult in the way and, and just 
hidden meanings. I don't know. People hidden meanings and putting stuff in the categories. Like just like I organize stuff. <laughs> I organize stuff. I organize people by their sign. Not necessarily, but I'm just I'm figuring things out. I'm not like, oh, he's like him because he's a Leo. But it's like, no, it's similar. I'm just, I'm taking bits and pieces. That's all. Just, I'm building something. <laughs> I'm very busy, but, um, yeah. So first it started with two, two, two and long story short, I have the number six, six, six tattooed on my back. When I got this tattoo, it was, it wasn't a last-minute decision. Every tattoo I got then was a last-minute decision. I don't remember. I had one tattoo of mine that I knew I wanted to get, and then I was just like, okay, I'm going to get multiple. But I knew of one specifically. Or more. Let me look at my body. Yeah, all I can remember is this one. <clears throat> and it's on my arm, and it says, so when you throw shade, you can never harm me. I don't know if it's hot to other people. I love it. I respect it. But nobody asks, like, what does it say? It's rare for people to ask that. But that's because they'd be too busy staring at my chest or something else. What does 444 mean? <laughs> like, ugh, I just hate when men be like, what that tattoo, what, what that necklace means. Stop looking at, stop looking there. Just kidding. I'm okay with being looked at. Sometimes. I thought this guy on the bus was looking at me and he was, but I think it was more anxiety and not pervertedness. And people need to know the difference. It's some social cues that, that are very obvious. Like sometimes the only reason I couldn't tell before is because I wasn't really looking at him and I was disregarding it. And then I'm like, no, let me glare. Let me glare. Cause you're not about to make me uncomfortable. I'm, I'm about to stare at you. You staring at me. Only if I'm being objectified or like, which I don't know. God be taking me out of those situations pretty quick. Like I don't have to be in situations where I'm ogled at constantly anymore. Used to be, you know, all it takes is for you to be a girl sitting down on the bus. And then some man is just going to feel comfortable enough to look at you for 10 minutes. I don't know. He's manifesting eye contact. He's manifesting a number. He's thinking. He's plotting. He's addressing me with his eyeballs inappropriately. Ah. Oh. <laughs> but there's a duality to that. Let me stay focused because <laughs> my brain is already about to spill beans that don't need to be spilled. I researched numbers, right? I have 666 on my back, right? When I got it, no plan. I was just like, you know what? I want it. Like it came to me. It's been on me for a few years though. Like not the tattoo in itself but the idea it kind of it was just there like I it wasn't it was an inkling that's exactly what it is that's what intuition is in itself because I didn't plan it I didn't really look for it it, it just came to me and then it, it wouldn't stop coming and it wouldn't stop co- just <laughs> let me stop, <laughs> let me stop. So I got it. Fast forward. Um, never really had any encounters about. 
I haven't had any encounters about the tattoo as much as I have just about the number in general recently. Like recently, I've been getting... Nah. I won't claim that. Let me push through this little frustration I'm going through right now. I'm realizing my brother is really bringing me down. (laughs) He is really bringing me down and it's coming. You ever like. I'm going to act like I know who I'm talking to. So hopefully I'm attracting people with similar experiences i don't need you to feel similar or think similar like me but if you resonate with the whole black sheep thing growing up as a black sheep i had one person at least two which is his mother who i have felt very strongly towards positively um and protected by and i really admired them And now both of those people simultaneously, I see them as very human. I do not admire them as much. And I don't like engaging with either of their energies. Um, But this this brother, this encounter that I had with him the other day, I guess really has been on me energetically. Because I don't think that I've really shook it since. 7-11 on the clock. The real clock. (laughs) 7 p.m. Because sometimes when I say multiple numbers, it's the um, like the recording clock, which is like 9.47 right now. So 9 minutes, 47 seconds. And then it'd be like time. But my I asked my brother to cash out me $5. He sent me more than that. He sent me 40 Amen to him. And... We ended up hopping on the phone. I don't remember what it was. He called me and I don't know what it was regarding. Like it was something that was haha, like lighthearted at first. But somehow um, he asked me why was my cash app name 666 Chicken Strips. And then I was just like, ah. like my reaction to it was. In my head, I'm already expecting like him to be judging me. Like just, just this expectation that I'm just senseless, mindless, tactless. Which I think isn't the. I want to say everybody knows that's not the case, and who cares what everybody knows or believes? Alicia is the only person in Alicia 24-7. I'm the only person reading these thoughts in this mind, in these prayers, in this energy, feeling what I feel. Which is partly why I'm such a big advocate for spiritual practice in general. If nobody, if you don't feel connected to the world or anybody around you, you better connect to yourself. There's no choice. The world will eat you up if you don't feel connected to it. If you don't feel loved by anything, anyone, like, I feel like it's a process. It's a process. And I had to go through a certain process. So it's it's kind of easy for me to look like a leaf in the wind to other people. It, I just have a lot of um, things that I feel like I'm viewed, like, specifically by my family. 
And because when you already, I can't say no how a person is. Because a part of that conversation was him basically being like, don't, don't think that you know everybody. And this, don't, please don't um take this part as like a jab. This is the spiritual channeling portion of it. This is when he, <laughs> he was a medicine man with this. Because this message came in from the universe in a different way, in a very lighter way by somebody else who I'm kind of dying to mention. Um, and it's a reader on YouTube. But don't don't be so quick to kind of like judge or think, have your mind set. That's the thing. Don't have your mind set on people. And the ironic thing about this i don't know if this person's mind is set per se i think i'm hearing that i just get it is but he he was scolding me over the fact that i was resistant like i was kind of like shoulder shrug towards answering what the whole 666 chicken strip thing was about but then i did get in depth a little bit just because I felt pressured to because his reaction no his reaction to my response to it was like a hearty laugh like oh okay like <laughs> like just just kind of making a mockery out of it more so now that I'm so glad that I'm saying this out loud because I'm realizing he kind of gaslit me and then I internalized it and then I started over and over explaining it. Then I started over explaining the whole 666 chicken strips thing, which resulted in me saying, I I don't fear the devil. Like the devil is not my enemy. I'm not scared of that number because I know that's why the concern your concern isn't about chicken strips being in the name. It's the number. So I'll say it. If you need me to say it, I'll say it. I don't really see the devil as my enemy. So I'm not afraid of a number. And he kind of he asked like is it is it like something kind of like is it something that you're about did you just use it to use it and then it was a third thing 1414 um and I was like kind of like all of the above because it was a shoulder shrug when I did it. I Honestly, I just changed it so I could sell content and people wouldn't see my government name. Like, that's the reason. But I couldn't tell him that. But it was just like the scoff and everything. Now that I'm remembering it, it's like, ew, I kind of I never want to talk to you again. And it was a portion in the conversation after his rant where he said something like that. But he was like. I can't even remember if this is the podcast where I went hard in the paint regarding hating the feeling of being in conversations where I feel like I'm subjected to somebody's negativity. Like you and somebody else aren't on the same wavelength. They're pretty bitter. They might may not see it, may not hear it. But all I'm doing is feeling it. It's like kind of like soaking in it, sinking in it. I don't have, like, there's no ladder for me to climb out. I'm not about to wash you over with positivity (laughs) because these specific people hate that. It's just challenging. I'm not about to challenge your negativity with positivity so you can throw more negativity and then try to make my mind work like yours because that's just how I'm viewing this at this point. And so I just stay silent in these very negative conversations that I energetically hate. Like I hate them and they make me feel like I'm on stage three of healing. Like legitimately, it makes me feel like I'm a 14 year old again. 
again just listening to my mom yell at me like it just feels like I have to listen to somebody be ill I hate this like sometimes when I'm silent it's because I'm absolutely dreading the person talking to me and the the stuff that they are coming at me with like oh my god it's so warped and so negative and I'm so I've been so silenced by people that I hate legitimately hate and no hate in my heart for him I don't want him dead none of that love him but I hate him can't deal with him can't stand him don't like him I don't care if it's a trigger it's it's coming out so I'm I'm actually very grateful (laughs) to be podcasting right now because I've already had um this is honesty this is authentic this is me and I feel it because I'm not thinking (laughs) this is me saying it and I never really say that out loud so easily but it's just like yeah I don't like y'all either except I'm silent about it and I I dare (laughs) that little except pause was because I thought about it like except I'm nice and then my mind went the other route like that does not make me better than them Me being displeased with the energy that people come at me with and pretending like I'm okay or that, you know, that I feel differently than I feel doesn't make me better than them. That makes me a people pleaser. It makes me a little bit worse because I think that I'm better than them when they're they're coming as themselves. At least I'm they at least I'm seeing who they are, but they aren't seeing me. And I feel like now that I'm saying all of this out loud. Why I probably feel unseen in the first place is because I don't express the negativity. Is because I don't say, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what? <laughs> like, oh, ew. Ooh, the gaslight. Like, ugh. I can feel the energy on me and easing off of me, which lets me know that I've been doing this. I've been going about this for a long time. And it really like I have this default feeling of stupidity. Like a lot of people, quote unquote, can make me feel stupid because I've been shut down so much by like somebody will be like money is so hard to get. And then I'm like, mm, if you think about it like that, what you mean? Da, 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 da. Like then it's a confrontation. I don't want to argue with you. I don't want to argue with you. I am fiery. I'm a passionate Aries warrior, bratty princess. I am a lot of things. I don't care for arguing. When I was younger, um, a lot of boys specifically thought that I did. Like, I don't know why I argue so much. I can't remember who with who, like what it could have been about. I'm getting one thing and that was about religion. And it was this, it was a similar concept of me listening. I never really said this out loud, y'all, but I'd be right. I'd be so right. And people be wrong and it's Okay. It's okay. Like, I never, I never want to tell somebody that they're wrong. I never want to put somebody down. I never want to put them in their place. But the same people, the set, well, not, not everybody, but the main energies that I've let lead my, um, like, influence me to feel some type of way about myself, like, stump over me. 
don't respect what I say when they don't know how to agree with it. I don't agree with most things that these niggas say. And I, I blink, you know, like I, at this point I blink at one point I could have been a nodder a year, but you don't get a cookie from the universe for subjecting. It's one thing to feel subjected in a conversation, but you agreeing to the shit too. You letting a nigga brainwash you and the brain that you worked for it. Like I'm at that point now. I gave somebody advice on how to like get out of those conversations where they just feel stuck, like kind of like how I'm describing or they no, they said that they I know who it was. Hey, Brielle. Sorry. I got (laughs) to Hey, I don't think I don't know. I want to say I don't I honestly don't know who listens to me. y'all, And that is such a mystery because I feel I used to not. I don't know. Like, y'all be in here. Y'all be in this. Oh, like, hey, hey, when I first started, it was not this many listeners. It'd be once I stopped giving a fuck. <laughs> so, hi, babies. Hi. Y'all like my voice. <laughs> I inspire y'all. That's cool, way too. Y'all see me with no draws. Um, OnlyFans at Can't Find Daddy. Uh, shh. Family, if you here whatever (laughs) i'm kind of scared of them knowing but it's just like yeah it's my life i don't care what you say anymore because it's my life that was super loud my mom might be asleep and i dirt i deserve my ass beat for that in a way i can't help it at least i'm not doing it out of spite like i'm living i'm happy i'm in my energy right now i don't plan Oh, that's what I wanted to mention. I've hit so many walls in this, like, the last part of summer. Like, literally the end of August. I've hit so many plateaus in the in the good girl thing. Like, I've hit so many milestones of, like, pain that it pushed me through as, like, I don't... I want to say insane just because it rhymed and a little bit of that too. Yeah, but it's just like, I want to bring my full self everywhere I go because I don't like a soul enough to hide me for y'all ever felt like that. Two, 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 wait, four twos, two, 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 two was on the (laughs) listen to how divine this conversation is. The numbers, everything about it. But genuinely, I don't like a soul enough to pretend for and this conversation is helping that a lot because I might be a little bit quiet tomorrow it's the potential that I'll be in a conversation tomorrow that I don't nah nah I'd I'd be blinking oh that's what I wanted to say this person asked me they were talking to me about gossipy co-workers like how do how to avoid gossip because they don't like it and I, t- I was talking about an experience that I had with an and she was literally like projecting on this man about something that she literally does. Like it pissed. Y'all, am I talking with a, I don't know how to say it. It's not a white, I don't want to call it a white girl accent, but the only thing that came to me was like blonde. I heard it a little bit and y'all may not hear it. Whatever. I'm going to let my voice be its voice. But when I said talking to a man, like it was just. Mm-mm-mm. 
yeah a little drag queen-esque but it came off more white to me um caucasian a little powdered um <laughs> it's the ums and the powdered damn what was i talking about <laughs> this happens it happens it happens yeah oh yeah she was projecting onto a man and i just i, I looked at her and blinked like she wanted me to be like mm, like that's crazy or mm, mm, you know I'm, you the average answer to that type of stuff like <laughs> Mm-hmm. let's judge them together let's let's complain together he can do that to me i don't eat meatballs i don't care i don't care <laughs> and then y'all i didn't know that i had rbf real bad until like two weeks ago so i'm guessing when i really don't care you finna see it and even if i care you might not see it but i know that she seen it it because it was how we disbanded from the conversation i just it's like, I can't even make a noise because I want to be like, I was like, mm. no, I wasn't like, mm. I just blinked and walked away. I lived my life. And you know what has to happen? Because I, I think I've been humbled before socially. You know, like sometimes you do say some stuff and you think it's okay, but it's a little outlandish. And I'm not talking about, y'all listen to my Instagram story. I'm not talking about any of that. <laughs> I'm talking about other stuff where it's like you feel like you can get away with it but sometimes silence is the answer because it'll make you reflect and I that happened it literally happened today with my uncle like he was talking no he was talking to me about how he just came from a job interview and um <laughs> me gossiping <laughs> how you doing ew it was too authentic. I'm scared. But he just came from a job interview today, right? And then I'm like, okay, like, is it on foot security or are you sitting down at a monitor? Nigga ain't even answer. He said, uh, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, that's all her fat ass do. The lady who work up there. And I, obviously I'm silent. Obviously. There's no smile on my face. There's no laughter. <laughs> you won't get that out of me. I hate that type of stuff. I hate mean shit like that. I can be rude. I just discovered that about myself too. I can. RBF, rude, a lot of stuff. I can be a sweetheart. But nasty? Nah. That, not that type of nasty. No, not nasty in general. I don't want to be a nasty person nasty that's nasty to me and then nigga says she's actually like how i knew about the job and then he said i shouldn't say that about her i say yeah i said it like that like yeah <laughs> ran into a laugh like yeah and then he was like yeah and then he just he went silent for a minute and then he was like i'm gonna bad you know I'm kind of bad. Like, all my mom's, like, siblings, they all kind of talk like that. But they all have that little mean streak in them. They will all do stuff like that and say stuff like that. And I will never 
you won't get that out of me. I don't think that's that funny. And it is a different generation thing, but I'm glad that I'm glad that I'm different. If being younger and born in a generation where being rude like that and people are rude like that now, I don't think that that's ever going to go out of style or be extinct. Because everybody is taught different, everybody is at a different place. You know, you don't you don't know everybody. Some people are just kind and nasty. Some people can be nasty and sweet. You know, like I know a sweetheart right now that's rude AF. <laughs> like, I might be one of them, but no, nah, she a little different. Anyway, I don't think that that's all there is to these people, but I don't condone. And if I don't condone, I, I won't agree. And I know I've discussed this before in different episodes, but I never hit that hammer on that nail this hard. Sometimes I even stutter on saying hitting the hammer on the nail. I'd be like, hitting the nail on the hammer. You know you hit that nail when you get it right. Yeah, no brain fog. Push through. I needed to push through all of that energy. So, yeah, 666 chicken strips. And then I'm like, nobody can tell me who the devil is. Nobody can tell me. And then he was like, the devil ain't your enemy. The devil, because I said the devil is my enemy. The the devil ain't your enemy. He didn't say it like that. But it was just, it was a very pretentious and triggering conversation. And I legit wanted to cry. Like I just got very silent, eyes teary, face hot. Because I just felt stupid. And then I'm just like, I must deserve that. That was my only reaction. And then somewhere in the conversation, he said, um, like people think that, um, people think that they're good people basically. And then when things or people forget, no, that's what he said. People forget kind of like their wrongs. So when they go on the path and they've been living right for a while or, you know, they forget, and life comes around and um like karma basically when karma is served and you think you don't deserve it but it's that thing from way back when that you did so in that conversation i definitely felt like this might be some past lifetime stuff a but b one thing that i definitely know now that i'm saying all of this out loud and working through this i'm not letting him do that to me again he cannot People are not allowed to just use me as a crosswalk when they're having a bad day and they need somebody to verbally dominate with these beliefs that I don't give a fuck about because they're not mine to harbor. I don't have to think like you. I don't have to be like you. I don't have to be afraid of what you're afraid of. I don't have to like you. None of it. Like, I don't have to subject my and I and I shouldn't feel bad. For any of that being the case, because that's a thing, too. I used to feel really um, bad. Like, say my mom just got done abusing me verbally. This bitch said everything she could to say some nasty stuff to you. And even now, um, a tarot reader, yesterday, I, like, hopped into a live. And the first thing I heard is, like, you deserve to be mad. I never knew that. Like, I never had a relationship with my anger where it was... It was seen as valid, but it, it's like the the stuff that I was put through in my own reaction towards myself was also abusive, just as abusive as these people. But it was taught to me. But I ha- I will take that accountability. 
out of gratitude for being able to see a different perspective. Literally. That wise, that mature about it. I will let that go. The whole, it was taught to me. Because it was taught to them too. And whatever. Same thing probably happened to them when they were my age. But it ain't happening like that for me. And I'm not about to be 30 crying about lack of boundaries and how somebody hurt my feelings. Because I'm learning when somebody steps on my toes the first time, back up. Like, I've literally lost... Not lost. I've gained so much um, experience with boundaries recently. Recently from just being like, yeah, back up. <laughs> like, la- I will do it while laughing. I will assert the boundary while laughing, but no laughter needed. I'm not easing up. Like, and tension. Tension is one thing that also has me in that, um, that can have me froze, like frozen in stupidity feeling. Why is it my job to feel stupid after somebody is has silenced me? I don't like you or what you just said either. Like, if, if it has to go there, I got way too much Mars in me, babe. Like, if it has to go there, if a situation needs to be dead, I'm crossing my legs, the book is closed. <laughs> like, the book is closed. Mm-mm. I got so much love for people, but I don't need them either. I need God. So yeah, I need people. God is in people. Lessons are in people. Blessings are in people. I like experiencing people. I want to do that. Um, But I don't need the people who... Yeah, I don't need people. It's not necessarily a need, and that's not a bad thing. Because usually when people say they don't need people, it's like, a, I don't give a F and da-da. Or at least that's my thing. Lately, I've been um, really disjunct, take a lot of inner work. <laughs> All you hearing is inner work. Because I've been cleaning up some loose ends and cutting, you know, like I'm getting the imagery of, you know, when you sew, you got to cut the thread and then it's like complete. It's the thread hanging. I'm cutting loose ends like that. Because of certain words, we give words power and how we feel about words kind of like affects how we feel when people talk to us using those certain words. Like when he asked me about um, the 666 thing, but I wanted a better example. I'm trying to remember the exact thing because this was at least three days ago, so this possibly could still be in my memory. But it was a word that came up and I pushed it away because I'm like, ew. And then I'm like, wait, like we need this word like professionalism. At one point, the word professional probably intimidated me and it made me feel like ill or like um, what other word It's related to professionalism. It's probably it's not professionalism, but it's something like that, like. The idea of being tame, I didn't feel like I had it in me to be a quote-unquote professional, so it triggered me. Showed me where my triggers were, but it was nothing wrong with the word professional. Except this, that wasn't the reference. It was something a little bit more like, okay, it was in a video, so I kind of remember the context. It was very male-dominated, though, (laughs) which also probably deterred me because... 
because Barbie movie patriarchy. <laughs> because I'm very afraid of Barbie movie patriarchy and giving into it. I don't like it. Once I smell a little bit of Barbie movie patriarchy, you can catch me outside of that venue, outside of the listeners. Sometimes I can still listen to people who I disagree with. Can I though? Okay, I heard a strong yes. I'm gonna trust that. Oh yeah, I literally do that. Like, what am I talking about? I literally do it, but I feel subjected by it. But if it was a regular belief that I didn't agree with, that I didn't feel suffocated by, by like the negativity, would I be the type of guy to shoot it down and be mean? Maybe. I'm going to pay attention to that. I don't talk to people a lot. I do. Well, depends on if it's a boy or a girl. Anyway, giving words power. Y'all, I'm not going to delete this. I'm definitely going to post, but I think I've hit my limit. My brain literally hurts. My head is hurting. (laughs) And I need water. And it's upstairs. So, yeah. Thank y'all for doing the shadow work with me. I love y'all so much. But um, I don't think that I read to y'all. So, this this conversation was based off um, the... Founded, not based, founded by the recent knowing that the number 18 spiritually represents finding the path to progress. It is a number of spiritual awakening, finding purpose, the power of infinite possibilities and the importance of self-belief. And when I read the importance of self-belief, that's when I knew that I had to um, record this because the number 18 added up. I mean, I got the number 18 by adding up 666, a.k.a. the tattoo on my back plus my cash app number because I'm like, okay, I'm spiritual, right? So usually, even if I don't know what this number means, I was attracted to it for a reason. So let's find out. And then I found out. And then when I read self-belief, it took me back to, um, amen. I love the way this podcast is going right now. I legit don't think that I said any of this in the beginning. But it was this event called Dally in the Alley. Um, and I, this was last summer. So this is when I had first got that tattoo. And somehow it came up and I ended up um, showing them. And they asked me basically what it represented for me like very positive interaction don't know how they felt about it on the inside because you know some people can support you excuse me on the outside and still have some fear within and that's okay but how I explained it then um was basically like nobody can tell me who I know who God is for me and I have a relationship with God And that was based off that, like, the term, I have a relationship with God, was based off this experience of me going to church when I was younger. And I heard the pastor say, like, God doesn't really, no, he said, a lot of people say that they're a Christian. But do you have a relationship with God? He said, don't be a Christian. Have a relationship with God. Or don't just be a Christian. He didn't say don't be a Christian. But I think he did kind of punctually say it. 
And it kind of solidified in my mind that, like that, that's what, that, that's the only thing I really need out of religion, out of anything of the sort, out of any belief. I just need the relationship with God. I don't need the extras. Um, so I said, nobody can tell me who God is and nobody can tell me who the devil is. I'm not, I'm not afraid of the number. So the tattoo represented empowerment. And although it looks like a jailhouse tattoo, um, and double, although like I didn't think about it then when I got the 666 tattoo, I didn't think about any of that. I just got it. But I was able to come up with the explanation. But when I read self-belief, it solidified. And then I'm like, without knowing what I was doing, I got the tattoo for the exact purpose of what those numbers mean. Shout out to wisdom. Shout out to self-belief. Shout out to self-love. Shout out to listening to thyself and having a relationship with God. Peace out, y'all. That was the whole point. I ate that up. Scum dilly yum yum. A purr and, 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 and the secret, the secret, secret, secret. Oh, and I kind of learned how to multiply y'all. No, let me tell <laughs> I didn't know what six times three was. And usually I'm a finger counter. I ain't gonna lie. Either I'm not gonna do the multiplication. <laughs> I'm gonna use my fingers. I already know it. Or I'm gonna use the calculator. So then I'm just like, wait. Cause I was like, okay, let me use the calculator. And then I'm like, okay, I want to guess. And then I'm like, wait. I know my fives, so why don't I just, like, multiply? I know five times three is 15, so add three. I mean, like, add three ones because six, 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 and not five, five, five. Y'all get it? Yeah. So, you know, a lot of things were learned. But the secret. (laughs) The secret. But I wrote that technique down. Like, if you don't know it, girl, like, don't just go... I'll be insecure, not insecure about not knowing math, but um, I didn't get what I needed out of school. It, um, I felt really deterred by it. But that doesn't mean I have to devote my life as to, to just not knowing. You know, that doesn't mean I'm about to go around my whole life joking about not knowing math. I can know math. I have the capacity to know and learn. So, yeah, I'm just trying to apply that. But the big, big gag, the secret. I took notes for this, guys, although I didn't really follow them. I tried to follow the notes at first. And then I'm like, I'm going to tell them, like, at the end, it's going to be a secret at the end because I'm going to do so well. And they're going to be able to tell that I took notes because it's going to be like 13 minutes and punctual and to the point. And I'm going to remember what I'm saying. No brain fault. Like, I had the whole thing figured out. I just knew I was (laughs) going to give y'all something clean and to the point. And here we are, 42 minutes in and 57 seconds well 43 minutes in now but and I loved it I loved every part of it the other takes were not meant to oh I'm blessed (laughs) the other takes were not meant to pull through this felt good this might be my favorite I love flow I love flow I ain't always I can't even say I'm not always in her Cause I'm knee deep, babe, balls deep, and into the flow. But I'd be having control issues. 
but I did write them notes. And all those things didn't go as planned. Low-key towards the end, once I was done releasing and purging the emotions. Because that, my brother, that conversation with my brother has been on me for days since it happened. And it had me feeling like, literally humble. Like, it felt, it made me feel weird. I'm like, well, I guess I'm not, like kind of like good anymore I don't know like it just made me mainly the portion um about not knowing people or like it was a lot it was a lot to that conversation but most of the energy it was wisdom to it but it was also a whole lot of abuse that again will not be accepted but I love y'all and bye Thank you for tuning in.